The Bees of Middleton Manor by May Probin, read for LibriVox.org by Cricket. Buzzing, 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 my golden belted bees. My little son was seven years old. The mint flower touched his knees. Yellow were his curly locks. Yellow were his stocking clocks. His plaything of a sword had a diamond in its hilt. Where the garden beds lay sunny, and the bees were making honey, for God and the King, to arms, to arms, the day long would he lilt. Smocked in lace and flowered brocade, my pretty son of seven, wept sore because the kitten died, and left the charge uneven. I had one battalion, mother, kitty, sobbed he, let the other, and when we reached the beehive bench we used to halt and storm the trench, if we could plant our standard here. With all the bees a-buzzing near, and fly the colours safe from sting, the town was taken for the king. Flitting, flitting over the time, my bees with yellow band, my little son of seven came close and clipped me by the hand. A wreath of mourning cloth was wound his small left arm and sword-hilled round, and on the thatch of every hive a wisp of black was bound. Sweet mother, we must tell the bees, or they will swarm away, Ye little bees, he called, draw nigh and hark to what I say, and make us golden honey still for our white wheaten bread, though never more we rush on war with Kitty at our head. Who'll give the toast when swords are crossed, now Kitty lieth dead? Buzzing, 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 my bees of yellow girth. My son of seven changed his mood and clasped me in his mirth, Sweet mother, when I grow a man and fall on battlefield, he cried, and down in the daisied grass upon one knee he kneeled. I charge thee, come and tell the bees how I for the king lie dead, and thou shalt never lack fine honey for thy wheaten bread. Flitting, 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 my busy bees, alas! No footstep of my soldier son came clinking through the grass. Thrice he kissed me for farewell, and far on the stone his shadow fell. He buckled spurs and sword-belt on as the sun began to stoop, set foot in stirrup, and sprang to horse and rode to join his troop. To the west he rode, where the winds were at play, and Monmouth's army mustering lay, where Bridgewater flew her banner high and gave up her keys when the duke came by, and the maids of Taunton paid him court, with colours their own white hands had wrought, and red as a field where blood doth run, Sedgemoor blazed in the setting sun. Broidered sash and clasp of gold, my soldier son, alas! The mint was all in flower, and the clover and the grass. With every bed in bloom, I said, what further lack the bees, that they buzz so loud, like a restless cloud among the orchard trees. No voice in the air from Sedgemoor field moaned out how grey and the horse had reeled, Met me no ghost with haunting eyes that westward pointed mid its sighs, and pulled apart a bloody vest and showed the sword gash in its breast. Empty hives and flitting bees and sunny morning hours, I snipped the blossomed lavender and the pinks and the jilly flowers. No petal trembled in my hold. I saw not the dead stretched stark and cold on the trampled turf at the shepherd's door, in the cloak and the doublet Monmouth wore, with Monmouth's scarf and headgear on and the eyes, not closed, of my soldier son. 
I knew not how, ere the cocks did crow, the fight was fought in the dark, with naught for guide but the enemy's guns, when the flint flashed out a spark, till, routed at first sound of fire, the cavalry broke and fled, and the hoofs struck dumb where they spurned the slain, and the meadow stream ran red. I saw not the handful of horsemen spur through the dusk, and out of sight, my soldier son at the duke's left hand, and grey that rode on his right. Buzzing, 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 my honey-making bees. They left the musk and the marigolds and the scented faint sweet peas. They gathered in a darkening cloud and swayed and rose to fly. A blackness on the summer blue they swept across the sky. Gaunt and ghastly with gaping wounds, my soldier son, alas, footsore and faint, the messenger came, halting through the grass. The wind went by and shook the leaves, the mintstalk shed its flower, and I missed the murmuring round the hives, and my boding heart beat slower. His soul we cheered with meat and wine, with women's craft and balsam fine. We bathed his hurts and bound them soft, while west the wind played through the croft, and the low sun dyed the pinks blood-red. And straying near the mint-flower shed, a wild bee wantoned o'er the bed. He told me how my son at the shepherd's door kept guard in Monmouth's clothes, while Monmouth donned the shepherd's frock in hope to cheat his foes. A couple of troopers spied him stand, and bade him yield to the king's command. Surrender, thou rebel, as good as dead, a price is set on thy traitor head. My soldier son, with secret smile, held both at bay for a little while, dealt them such death-blow as he fell, neither was left the tale to tell. With dying eyes that asked no grace, they stared on him for a minute's space, and felt that it was not Monmouth's face. Crimson, though, was Monmouth's cloak, when the soldier dropped at their side. Those knaves will carry no word, he said, and he smiled in his pain, and died. Two days, told the messenger, did we lie hid in the field of peas and rye, hid in the ditch of brake and sedge, with the enemy's scouts down every hedge, till grey was ceased, and Monmouth ceased, that under the fern did crouch, starved and haggard and all unshaved, with a few raw peas in his pouch. No music soundeth in my ears, but a passing bell that tolls, for gallant lords with head on block, sweet heaven receive their souls, and a mound unnamed in Sedgemoor grass that laps my soldier son, alas. The bloom is shed, the bees are fled. Middleton luck, it's done and dead. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.